Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. I'm reviewing a podcast, it's the MMA Show 70, with Elijah Main Sterling's conversation with Joe Rogan. Uh, Elijah Main is a fantastic mixed martial artist. If you're into the UFC and fighting and um, combat martial arts, you name it. Um, especially if you're a, a fan of like John Jones and... Uh, uh, Anderson Silva, you're going to love uh, what Elijah Main brings to the table. He's very dynamic, very fast, brave, willing to throw all sorts of shit from all different angles. I mean, he's a bad motherfucker, and I, I really enjoy watching his fights. And his conversation with Joe was really interesting, was excellent. He was very open and vulnerable and real. And honestly, I have to say it was badass. You know, he was listening, he was asking questions, and he really put it out there. Um, it's He put himself out there, right? And it was almost like he it, the, the idea of the podcast with Joe wasn't too overwhelming for him. He was, he was really there to spend some time with Joe Rogan and get some knowledge and learn. The guy's, the guy's hungry for that, and, uh, and I really enjoyed it. But anyway, let's start the review. really enjoyed how the podcast started out because they started talking about that show Black Mirror, uh, which coincidentally, I had just been watching the night before. I, uh, I just randomly put it on and I hadn't seen the newer season. I ended up watching the one where uh, the two African-American dudes, it's the guy from uh, the Captain America movies, he's the dude that flies around, I can't remember his name, and then another actor. They play this like video game where they you go into the game and it's like a street fighter type game and then they like have a romantic affair in it and blah 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 anyway it's i don't want to give it all of that away not that it matters but um that show freaks me out like i don't get scared from scary movies i mean i'm you know grown ass man but that show just it's weird like i sometimes can't watch it it gets me thinking too much i know that sounds stupid and ignorant which are probably in both of those things. But it just sometimes I'm like, some of those episodes are really dark. They just twist me. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I don't know how those guys even think of that shit. It's truly genius. It's a very clever show. I love it. It's like next level um, Twilight Zone, almost. I'm not really sure. It's still great, though. It's still great. I got to check the rest of that season out. But yeah, those guys loved it. They were talking about it. Um. Over to MMA, of course, they, they, they're going through the roster of who's who. Brought up an interesting point. Nunes. Who is Amanda Nunes going to fight next? I mean, she is smashing everyone. This past weekend or, the, yeah, last week, um, she fought and demolished Holly Holmes. Kicked her in the head. It's brutal. Beat the shit out of her. She's just smashed everyone. She's so powerful. It's unbelievable. I almost think... In a crazy way, you could put her up against some men, MMA fighters. I wouldn't be surprised if she did some real damage and knocked one of them out. And I think that would be fucking crazy to watch. Like, holy shit. It's just unreal how good these women are getting. Now, and I don't mean that like, oh, wow, women can do this. Like, obviously, with the right training. like women, but, but women haven't been doing UFC mixed martial arts in this way. 
for as long as men have. They just haven't had the opportunity. They didn't put it on. And then, you know, you saw the rise of it. I mean, Gina Carano really was like the first one getting up there. I don't know exactly her era, maybe like 2010. She was awesome, though. And then it got into the UFC. I don't know around when did it, 2015? I'm not even sure. But uh, maybe before that, actually a little bit before that. And, you know, the, the women were learning. The leagues were new. There was skill out there. There were obviously skilled mixed martial artist women, but, but um, you know, they had just been training jiu-jitsu or whatever, and they were strikers, maybe boxers. But then bringing it all together, I mean, the the learning curve for them has been has been exponential. It's fantastic to see what's happened in the sports. And I remember when it first came on, and this is going to sound sexist as fuck, but I was just like, well, this is never going to be as cool to watch as the guys' fights. I don't know. I just felt like there wasn't as much power, you know, they couldn't ha- have the same levels of knockouts. And sk- I'm telling you, I really fucking enjoy the women fighters. I do. Their skill level is superb. They strike a little bit differently. A lot of times they kind of like, they stay tight. They're real technical. And now seeing Nunez, it's like, God damn, this is, they are great. You could do an all female card. I'd be so down to watch that if it was great fights on that. No doubt. I mean, like excited for it i'd be like hell yeah let's go and and now with a champion like nunez i don't want to bang on about it but really i mean who is there for her to fight anytime she fights i want to see that her fights are devastating love it absolutely love it i'm a big fan um i was surprised to find out that elijah main wasn't formally trained in martial arts he was not formally trained he didn't like grow up with like a karate or whatever he just Kind of got into it, kind of trains himself, does his own like nutrition. He has a strange camp. Kind of talked about that. It was like, you know, he's just he's just a wild man. He's going for it. I mean, you gotta love that. It's really interesting. He moves well. Um, you know, he also t- talks that his talked about his uh, fighting style being very tiring, and it is. I mean, he's always on the go. Must be exhausting. He's got unbelievable cardio unbelievable they hit on diego sanchez's performance the other weekend he got he got demolished uh he has a weird trainer or something joe was saying doing some odd stuff he was like in the corner telling him to be like tyson like what be like tyson i'd like to know what's going on in in diego's head he's always been a strange dude strange dude i met him once when i lived in albuquerque i was at a a country concert i think yeah and uh he He's kind of known for his drinking, and he was drinking then. And he was uh, being a bit of a wild animal. It's a lot of shouting. He's uh, he's a crazy dude, for sure. Great fighter, though. Got to give him that. He's been in the game a long time. Really a long time. Uh, Joe talks about training GSP with the spinning back kick. And uh, I love it when he tells that story. Because he always tells it in a modest way. Like, look, I know I'm just a commentator. What do I know? But I just know this one really well. And it's still, if you haven't seen the... YouTube video of him showing GSP that move. It's so great because GSP is so blown away by how much power there is. And Joe Rogan can fucking kick through a wall. He kicks things so hard, it honestly is like when a horse is like kicking back. You know what I mean? Like that explosive power, like a fucking donkey just like blasting his legs out. It's unreal the power that he makes when he does that. And even GSP describes it uh, as the most power he's ever seen a human create or something like that. GSP said this on on Rogan's podcast. That's a fucking big statement and a huge compliment and crazy. 
Really. Fucking unbelievable. Imagine if you could... That would be a great thing for Joe Rogan to auction off. He could do that for charity, and he should auction off, like, a spinning back kick lesson. Just like an hour. You know what I mean? And you just work with Joe, and he just helps you figure it out. That would be fucking great. Dude, I would pay for that. I I, I wouldn't just pay for that just because it would be awesome to meet Joe and work with him and... and, the, and but I would do it just to learn this fucking amazing kick from a dude that's fucking badass at it. Like, that would be so useful. You get in a fight, you're just like, fuck you, spin around, kick him through a wall. Like, good luck. See you, pal. <clears throat> Back to the honesty and openness and vulnerability of Elijah Main. He talks a lot about how it was tough growing up. It was tough in his family. His dad was kind of abusive, pick on him a lot. So he's very shy. And he didn't really know how to talk to people, like communicate well, socially awkward, that sort of thing. And uh, um, he, and he does some good things. Like he looks after his mom. He's like trying to buy her house. He uses his money to like help his family out. His, his mother's been in a tough way. She's got a tough divorce. It's going on a long time. And a lot of fighting there, a lot of turmoil. He, t- he talks about his girlfriend too. Um, that I thought was was almost a little too personal. Like, he's still with her. So he's going to get home, and she's going to be like, did you have to fucking really talk about that? But whatever. Like, good for him for doing it, because he's trying to figure it out. And he's being honest, and he's opening, and, you know, he talked about... When he got into talking about how much they fight, you know, that they fight a lot. And uh, I just do. I really do appreciate his honesty. He puts it all out there, and it's a great way to find solutions. Because you've got to look at yourself honestly in order to change it. You've got to see what you are to know how to become the thing you want to be. What the fuck am I talking about? But you know what I mean. Something like that. And what what was really fun is little story Joe told where he talked about how he got into the UFC. Really, he used to love watching the fights. He'd take Eddie Bravo. And they had always said, look, what this sport needs is a billionaire to take over and just pump a load of money in. And that's what the Cheetah Brothers did. And he was there. Dana asked him to commentate on some fights. He did that for a while. He started commentating and it became more of a thing. And the sport was very small then. And, you know, it was Dana White that came and asked him. Dana White was like, you should do this. I mean, he's really the brains. And Joe... Joe gave a lot of credit to Dana for that, and I and I love that. I love that. It's so great. I mean, obviously, the sport is huge now. Joe was a big part of it, but Dana really did it. And it's so cool that Joe got to be a, such a big part of it, and still is, you know? It's going to be weird when Joe retires from the UFC. It really is going to be weird. I hope he still does the fight companions, just so we have a little bit of something. You know, you, you still can, if you want, get, get some Rogan talking. And uh, that would be fucking cool. Imagine being in the room for a fight companion. Like, getting to watch the fights with Rogan would be cool. Having a guy, like, just him being him. I used to watch the fights, actually, with a lot of UFC fighters in Albuquerque. We used to go to a place called the Tilted Kill. They still probably do. If any of you guys are downloading from Albuquerque, and you're you're there uh, in New Mexico, anytime there's a UFC on, go over to the Tilted Kill. Sit by the bar. You'll see probably Andre Olovsky. Uh, Holly Holmes goes often. I met Alistair Overeem over there. I met John Jones, uh, Dodson. Who else? There were quite a few. I mean, it was really cool. It was a great place to watch them. Um, oh, and then one, before I finish, one great thing is like, I guess somebody once told Dana White, hey, you can't, you got to tell Joe 
stop talking about weed. This is back in the day when Joe was a big advocate for weed, like maybe 2000s or a little after. And uh, Joe, uh, Dana turned around and he goes, I don't give a fuck what, what he's taught, you know, that he talks about weed as long as he, as long as he fucking talks about the fights. That's all I give a shit about. And that's badass. You know, there's like no corporate bone in uh, Dana's body. He's just a money-making machine worth a third of a billion. What a bad motherfucker. I met him too. I met him in Santa Monica. It was cool at an English pub. Really nice. Chatted to him like he generally is, like a super friendly, nice guy. He was he was cool. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for downloading. I really appreciate it, guys. I couldn't be more appreciative. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm getting some good reviews and things. I'm trying to make it not suck. I need to get some more people on to talk back and forth with. There's so many Joe Rogan fans out there that uh, would love to join me in a conversation, so i got to make it happen. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Joe Rogan Experience Review, and then message me there. Cheers.